Take two. Is that this how it goes? Is, this is what I would consider classic rock. This is right? classic rock? Yes. Not, so this is something that they're going to play like when they have that cruise night here in McCook, right? Yes, This that should be a request for sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, our guest actually told us about this song, this song and yep. who sings it. It's yes. the Doobie Brothers, if anybody wants to bring that back, like you do your flares and high-waisted pants and crop tops. Yeah. Here you go. It's really not fitting with that outfit without some Doobie Brothers. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Man, we're back. We are back. We're in the studio. I love to see your face. Well, I'm glad somebody does because I don't hear that very often. No. No. You know my new nice. You know my. I have a summer gig. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I. Yes. I'm at a location slinging donuts. Okay. People are so excited to go that place until they see me behind the counter, and it's just heartache. It's just, I don't get a lot of love there. I, I get no. texts and they're like, oh my God, I posted you that yes. you were there. Yeah. And then all the messages I got that were like, wait, is Lena just like volunteering? Does uh, she have community service hours? Well, it's or? probably a combination of all the above. <laughs> I, Jake's yeah. kicking you out of the house. You got to pay for your own yeah. rent. Yeah. You so know, everybody yeah. take a, take a stop in, come yeah. see Lena. She works Tuesdays. Wednesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays and Thursdays unless we're recording. Yeah. So, you know, and she is so bright and I am a bowl of sunshine and get in there when Donna's also working because oh Donna yells at Lena and it does. is the funniest thing. Speaking we of that, the same, we need Donna on here. We do make it happen. She's going to be my, I'm thankful for you play this podcast when you're working on Tuesday. I so should, it's in the background. Should do it. Yes. Figure out okay. where the music is. Plug it in. Deal on it. Donna, we'll see you at the next Recording day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so welcome back to another episode of Coaching Caffeine and Comedy. I'm your host, Haley Kopza. And I'm Lena. And we have a really fun guest in studio with us today. Clearly, if you you know the music, it came from the 80s. This guy is young. Well, I think he said earlier than that, didn't he? Possibly. Maybe what? the late 70s. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's getting a little closer. Wow. I know. He doesn't look that old. He doesn't. He wears it so well. And he got up these stairs like I a know. young, fresh football I player. I think he skipped up. He high kneed up. I, yeah. <laughs> I, on the yes. other hand, used the railing. Yeah. And he was just, he was yeah. skipping stairs. I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah. yeah. I believe it. Um. Hi, Bob. Hi. <laughs> I was really looking for the chair to get me up here. So I was doing oh, when, yeah. Right. When the, yeah, we don't have that yeah, yet. So in studio with us, we have Bob Elder. Um, Bob is from McCook. Mm-hmm. Are you a native McCook? I was born in California. And I'm, yeah. What? But you really get this one. I was born in Hollywood, California. Yeah. There. yeah. I want to go there There's one day. So Lena, take me. I okay. tell people, I said, I had a full blood transfusion from John Wayne. And I'll, I'm just kidding. But well, I, that is so crazy. And yeah. I moved to Kansas when I was two years, no, two, two months old. What did out. your parents do? My dad was in the Navy. Really? Yes. Oh. He was in the Navy. And then uh, he, they're both, my parents were from Kansas. So we moved from California back to Kansas when I was a baby. And oh. I grew up kind of in Arapaho. Oh. Went to Kansas for two years. Moved to Arapahoe for about, I don't know, to eight, nine. I moved up here in mm-hmm. 1970 and in McCook. 
So I've been a long time. I've been here a long time. So when you said two years in Kansas, like you lived there, you weren't in school yet? No. Okay. St. John's. Okay. So. Hmm. Yeah. But then you went all school, like did you? Went to junior grade school in Arapahoe. And okay. At the end of my eighth grade year, I moved up here. My dad got a job at the old Gibson's Discount Center where, uh, it's over there. Uh, it's over by Taste of Texas right across the street. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Back mm-hmm. then. Kind of like an Alcoe type? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So for those, I was like, what is in your hair? It's a piece of plastic from your headphones. It's fine. Okay. I'm back. Oh, okay. I'm back. Um, so Bob, if for those of you that don't know Bob Elder, because you know, not everybody that listens to this podcast is from <laughs> McCook. Bob Elder is the owner and manager. At the sports shop. At the yeah. sports shop here in McCook. So the sports shop is like your local sports money shop yeah, for money. most athletic parents exactly you yeah Sense. or mcc <laughs> yes college athletics i'm quite sure that's where all of our funds go yes for everything um but bob so you've listened yes I we do a warm-up yep. yes we do i'm gonna get a timer going oh boy okay yep. so i just came up with this just because today this episode bob's gonna come back for part two but that's right today it's all about history yeah of McCook and cause you know so much and we're well, going to talk about one. Okay. All right. Okay. Is this going to be one of those things we have to go back and like fact check and people are going to message us and be like, I'm not <laughs> sure if Bob was right. Kind uh, of thing. We, we should know if he's right. It should be easy if we have to fact check, okay. fact check it. Okay. Um, we'll so Bob, okay. I'm going to give you 30 seconds on the clock. Ooh, you wow. need to come up with 15, 15, 15 street names that aren't a one letter or number word that are here in McCook. And go. Ravenswood Road. One. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> That's not a road. That's horrible. Uh, all I know is A, B, C. Uh, oh my gosh. We're still at one. I'm still at one. <laughs> this is pressure. I don't, I don't know if I know very many of those. Norris. Norris. <laughs> Norris Park. Okay. Norris Avenue. Two. Right. Let's see. Oh, is, my gosh. This is terrible. Is that the time? Is this history? That, that was the time. Speaking of history, is I think this, this is has history? been one of our... Whoa, Bob, you <laughs> knocked it out of the park. I was Thank like, you. Norris? That would have been Thank the you. first one. Yeah. Yes. Cherokee. Yes. Where do we you live? I live on West M Street. <laughs> oh, that's... Well, oh, yeah. That's why we are drawing a blank there. M. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh my now goodness. I think about it. I live right off Westridge. <laughs> in like Elizabeth terrible. and all those like up there. Okay. Did I tell you that I had to ride the chair to get up here? Yeah. I just forgetful. <laughs> Can't remember any of the street names. Well, that went really well. Yeah. Do we give him he's a plan ready. B no, or he's no, ready to go? Got, yeah, this he's ready tough. to go. Yikes. Right. I mean, Yikes. you can't embarrass him twice and have him yeah. still sit here. and No kidding. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to start off with this piece of history about McCook because okay. this is why I'm like, we're bringing you in. Okay. So tell me about the old... Elks building, right? Yep. Tell me about it. What did, what used to be hosted there? Oh my gosh. And you were a huge, like you, this was back in your so golden days. We used to have um, a, a, a banquet there for our little CABA uh, baseball tournament we had clear back in 1983 through, or 82 through 93. And uh, we always had it on the patio because there was, so many teams there that uh, we spread them out on the grass per team, and and uh, we had people come in from our our 
some of our tough speakers were like Mike Anderson, who was the head baseball coach at University of Nebraska. And uh, we had banquets out there all the time. And he was about here probably every year we did it. He came out a lot and spoke to the kids about, you know, everything, you know, as a coach would do. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was quite hmm. a deal. And so yeah. what happened behind the Elks Club? Because wasn't there fields there? We built... Okay, so, so you want to go back in history? Yeah, I want to go back in history. Talk, let's talk CABA. Okay. Wait, so, did you say CABA? CABA. C-A-B-A stood for Continental Amateur Baseball Association. And, oh, and Bob was the president. I, what? I was, okay, so let's do it this way. I was, a, I was a tournament director, and it all started with one day that... Uh, Chuck and Janet Gray. Chuck Gray took a team down to Missouri. These guys, this Continental Amateurs, CBA, was pretty new, and uh, they played in Missouri. So they went as Nebraska representative to Missouri to play it in the tournament. And when they were down there, the guys that were running the tournament or were National Association actually saw these guys, and they were looking up on their map, and they said, well, Cook, Nebraska. Their idea was Small Town USA, Put more puts more attention into these tournaments than anybody else does. So they approached Chuck about McCook sponsoring a 13-year-old division because they lost their 13-year-old division from the year before, and he brought it back to McCook. And I was at the time the president of the Optimus Club, and we had a, I should say we the city had a meeting with Chuck. So they had representatives from Little League Baseball, uh, Optimus Club, Chamber of Commerce. Um, college was there um i can't remember who all were there but there was a lot of people represented and and i sat in a meeting and i was kind of in the back because that's what i did when you're 24 years old i I I was gonna ask he was 24 and wow okay yeah keep going i was 24 25 right in there and i i sat in the back and i listened to what was going on and and uh, it was kind of a funny story because i'm a different believer than a lot of people and everybody that was that they had talked to was going, boy, this is way too much. This is this is going to be hard to pull off because they had a contract that you did a lot. I mean, you had to do mm-hmm. a lot to bring them into town. So uh, I stuck around after the meeting was over, and and nobody would step up, right? So I'm helping them pick pick up chairs and everything. And when I'm sitting in the back room, my wheels are just turning, and I'm going, oh man. Oh man, you can't lose this. You can't. You mm-hmm. can't give this up. So, uh, Chuck said, "Bob, what do you think?" That was a wrong question to ask me because I just started rattling. I'm going, "You can't give this up." I said, "There's no way." Mm-hmm. I said, "This is an opportunity of a lifetime for McCook." So, I went back to Optimus Club and and uh, sold it to them. It was a tough sale, but I sold it to them, and we put it on the first two years, but it was such a financially burdened project that we gave it up and gave it to the chamber, and then this whole city of McCook took, took off with it, and I was still the director of it. I just stuck with it. And it was quite a deal because we had teams from Brazil, Hawaii, Puerto Rico, New York, Texas, Atlanta, Georgia, Miami, Florida. I mean, off and on. And there were different teams, how they represented or how they qualified. I know it. This is in the field. Okay, and this, and this took place. Right this didn't take place at like Felling Field, right? Mm-hmm. Or what we did. Yeah. That year that we took on the contract, it was already planned to have two softball fields down behind the Elks Club. 
So we're just in the, Ken Allen was a big stage in this because Ken was already involved in the softball field building. So it kind of broke ground. We signed the contract. Then it got to be, let's work fast because it was that fall. And mm-hmm. so we were there every night for, I can't tell you, six months putting up backstops and putting up a little building and it's score booth and oh my god behind the Alex club i can't even like my my brain is spinning right now like where did these people stay that's a good question it's that's this is a great story yeah Yeah, so that's what i'm saying and like it took so much yes from yeah yeah keep going if, 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 if teams wanted to have housing we were obligated as part of our contract we had to find them housing so we had so many people behind the scenes that were, one person was in charge of housing if they wanted housing and they'd find houses to those families. And if they didn't want to, they stayed in motels, wherever, right? So the funny part of the story is that we had teams coming in from, we had a team one year from Cincinnati, Ohio, okay? And I'm not prejudiced by any means, but they were all African-American coaches, players, mm-hmm. And they drove one of those old, well, back then, one of those roll around back in buses, you know, and they come, oh, yeah. they come pulling into town and they were, they didn't know what they were getting into. You come from Cincinnati, Ohio to McCook, Nebraska. I mean, we're talking 8,000, 9,000 people mm-hmm. in, out, in the, out in the wilderness. They didn't know what they were getting into. So they pulled into the parking lot at the chief motel at that time. And they come walking out and there's people there to greet them. And of course they come out and they go, and we were all, we were all white mm-hmm. and they were going, wow, they were the biggest hit of the whole tournament. Once we got to know them, it was just, it was just awesome because the, right. the kids and them got together and they to dancing in the parking lots. They just, they had a great time. Oh my it was awesome. It which was really is, awesome. that's just, which is so cool. Like yeah. just the, yeah, I just on got both sides. Yes. Yes. Like, that's, the experience. The experience, the experience. and meeting people yes. and, yes. and was, welcoming everybody yes. into our community. That's yes. awesome. Crazy. We lasted for 13, 12 years or 13 years. And, and it was, it was crazy. I mean, so we had fun. Why did it end? What? Outgrew us. Okay. It outgrew us. Wow. They, they were, their goal was, how long is I'm going to shut off my phone. Oh, Okay. So they were trying to, they were wanting to get to 64 teams eventually. We had 16, okay? Oh. They wanted to get to oh, 64, gosh. and they had a great plan. Believe me, they had a great plan, but yeah. it was all volunteerism. We, it took us probably we, nine months out of the year we worked on this thing, and we had a crew of probably eight to ten people that did different stuff. We had to have somebody in charge of the parade. We had somebody in charge of the banquet and speakers and all that we had to have somebody where, in charge so where was the banquet held it was held at the we elks had, club we did it in, at the, behind awesome. the elks club on the patio yeah the big the big square patio yeah, big yeah. patio and we had people down and on, some of the teams were down on the grass and they were sitting down there and listening to so what Mike. were the years that this went on in McCook? 82 through 93. Oh, did he say that? I think he might have said that. Yeah. 82, something like that. I 82 through 93. Wasn't exactly I thought kind of, of at that time. No, you weren't. Uh, so those are some good years. Um, but anyway, it was a lot of fun. Did it continue after it left McCook? Yes, it went to Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Which okay. is oh, a, a, okay. So yeah. a suburb yep. of Tulsa. Or yep. Tulsa? Yeah, Tulsa. Okay. So they had a major airport. That's another thing we had to do. Oh. We had to go. They had to bus people. Oh, we had to go. Gosh. If they wanted rides, obviously the... Brazilians did, and, and Hawaiians did, and ple- ple- uh, those long travelers. Yeah. And they'd fly into Denver, Omaha, and we had to go pick them up if they wanted rides. So the coolest thing, when he was telling me about this with, with Juan, like, 
the community involvement that mm-hmm. took like all volunteers. Right. And like, that's one of the biggest things, you know, today, I feel like it's hard to yep. get people that want to help. And like, it, it's kind of sad, but I also do think there are people out there that would help out. Right. Like if there was a big event like that, but yeah. probably not as much as there were back then. Well, we I had a group of probably eight to 10, I'd say eight to 10 people that were the backbone of the whole thing from year to year. Now, who were we, they? As your- oh, my gosh. Terry Hollowell was really uh, involved. Um, Terry used to have Redmond shoes down here. Oh, right, right, right. Years yep, ago. Yep. Uh, Terry was real big. Um, Dale Lortz. Mm-hmm. Remember, Dale was a coach here for years and then moved back east to the part of the state. He was actually my baseball coach in Legion. Um, let's see. Carol Vlasheen was our head scorekeeper. So she did all the paperwork. She did all. She loved baseball. Her husband mm-hmm. was who had passed away at the time. I believe he passed away. Anyway, his, uh, he, he was a major league baseball player. So she loved baseball. So she oh, did wow. all of, she did all the scorekeeping. Okay. Um, we had, uh, there was probably three of us. Dale was one of them. We had MVP. We had to go watch games and figure out MVPs and things like that. Um, obviously the chamber of commerce was involved. Um, the city had a representative. I don't remember who it was because it changed over the time. But our main stays were those people right there. Wow. That's so It was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. We, you know, love this story. The Brazilians used to come in and obviously it's volunteerism. But there was a little kickback at the sports shop, just a little. But the Brazilians <laughs> would come in and they would show up. They'd get here on Thursday. We'd pick them up. They'd bring them into town. They would come down to the store, and at that time, we were on B Street, right, where half of Farrell's were, right, years huh. ago. Oh, I don't know. They used to be split okay. in half. Okay. Okay. They came in, and they would order a pitching machine on Thursday, right? And they would, it would show up on Monday. So this tournament went from, like, Friday was our banquet, Saturdays was our first game, and they'd be done the following Saturday. So the, the whole base, week. Wow. The whole week. So yeah. they would show up, they'd get the pitching machine on Monday or Tuesday. They'd dismantle it piece by piece, put it in their equipment bags because they come half full, take it back home to Brazil, and they wouldn't have to pay tariff on it because tariffs were horrible in Brazil. And they, so they'd save them a lot of money, but they, that's what they would do. Just, oh it was just crazy. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it was fun. So going back, rewind, you, so you grew up in, within the area. Mm-hmm. What made you want to, like, were you, like, automatically working at the sports shop as... No. Like a helper? Like, or how did you even get into the sports shop? Okay, after MCC, yeah. I, I, uh, I was involved in a beer distributorship. Oh. So I was still pretty young. And Wait, you went to college at MCC? Uh-huh. uh-huh. And I, I, so I, so I, uh, I got involved in a beer distributorship. And uh, about... Wait, was this legal? Is it like you... I don't know. This was legal. Like, this was legal. I was about... Okay. I didn't know if it was like I moonshine was, no, or the way that you was, did no, some air was, quotes. Was, I was no. nervous. Okay. So I, I think I was 21 or 22 at the time. Okay. Like you were of age. Good. Yeah. So uh, I was working there for two years and, and eh, you know, I, it really wasn't fit in my, my life, so to speak. Um, it was, I was going the wrong direction in my own mind and, mm-hmm. and I just said, yeah, I'm going to make a change. And at the time, I had a guy that I knew pretty well um, that was our manager of our Legion baseball team in the summertime that knew me, and they were looking for somebody to f- step in and get involved in the store. And uh, I went, you know what? They approached me and they asked me. I went, 
this is my thing. This is something I mm-hmm. can do. And so I stepped out, went in to do this, and I've been doing it for 43 years. Holy so. crazy. So speaking of history, mm-hmm. your building, what did it used to be? Uh, paid hardware store. Uh, it's set, when we were over at another place, it, it, uh, it, the gentleman had owned the building for I don't know how many years. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he worked until he was like 92 or 93. And, and uh, I felt bad for him because you could see him walk by our store, you know, walk on the other side of the street. And we could see him walk, and it took him. He couldn't go in his back door because he had two steps. He couldn't get up steps. Oh and I felt gosh. bad for him. Yeah. I really felt yeah. bad for him. But he would walk around the front. And there was no steps in there. He'd get in the front of the store. So uh, he finally retired. But I don't know what year it was. Probably 84, I would guess. 83, 84. And the building sat empty for quite a while. And and, uh, the kids, the family got power of attorney. And they knew that they needed to get out of it. So we bought the building and redid it and moved in and... 1988, and we were there ever since. So within the history of your old building, I never knew this. There are tunnels. There's tunnels, yeah. Did you know that? I did, I knew that. Yeah, you can see where the the actual bricks have been filled in. Yeah. What were those, like, what were they used for? I think they were used for World War, like, uh, to get... um, I don't know what. Not prisoners. They would be probably soldiers down to the air, down to the railroad station to get them shipped off to wherever. Because we used to have a... We had an airport or a... I don't know what it was. It was an air, air base, base out base. out northwest of McCook. And yeah. they were probably part of that. And then they had to get down. If well, they didn't fly out, they would get on a train and get to Denver and go someplace. I don't know. They'd wow. fly out from there. That's crazy. Well, you knew that. Thanks I, for I mean, not I telling me. Tunnels. I didn't know the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know why there were. So, like, where have you seen anywhere else where the tunnels are still like not no. filled in? No, I have not been. I, matter of fact, I don't think I've been in any basements. Keystone. I've never been in their basement. Okay, I've seen that's where oh, I've been it. in the McCook National Bank, but they've redone their oh. stuff down there. Yeah. That's yeah. about the only spot. So what what sports did you play in high school? I'm going to get past the tunnels here, but like, what did you participate? Okay. What, or Football, what were you involved basketball. In? Uh, didn't do track. I played golf one year, but then I, but my coach, baseball coach, I got involved in baseball a lot. So I practiced in the spring and played, we played 60 some games in the summertime. Okay. And played a lot of baseball. How old were you when you had, didn't you have a knee injury? Oh were you gosh. in a, I know, I just remember. When I moved to McCook in 1970, I was a pretty good sized kid. And, uh. Played football. We now, when I was younger, we didn't have, you know, we weren't blessed with a lot of money or anything like that. But we moved up to McCook, and and uh, my parents, it was kind of a funny deal. My parents bought the same color jeans, and I had like seven pair of green. Oh, green. Oh, okay. And Do you have photos of this? No, I don't. No, I don't. Do you? No. Sorry. Someone does. Somebody does. <laughs> Contacting no. a family member. No. no. But uh, when we moved up here, I started playing, you know, I started playing baseball. And at that age, you know how tough it is to move when you're a teenager at that, you know, oh. 13, 14 years oh, old. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And so uh, kids made fun of me, but I wasn't Especially one. with those green pants. With those green pants. Yep. So I didn't really, you know, didn't really uh, let it bother me. Uh because I just went out and competed. And then 
the fall, being a good-sized kid when football rolled around, that's when I paid him back. Yeah. There you so go. talking about. <laughs> good job, Bob. Right. And so you went to MCC. Did you play a sport? Or? I tried ba- basketball. but Yeah. It, Too hot in that gym, probably. You know, my thing was Glenn Haney was my coach. I don't know if you remember. You know Rick Haney and Casa? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's dad. Okay. Okay. So my abilities were like this. So I could, uh, what do they call it? The credit card jump? If you jumped oh, yeah. high enough to swipe that, a credit that was card, you. that was me. Good was job, Bob. I know somebody so else like that in the room. We Why? had some, yeah. <laughs> we had some <laughs> kids. <laughs> we had some kids that came from oh, down south, New Orleans, all over the place. Milwaukee. There were some places. There was kids from Milwaukee that played, and and uh, and our, Bob. Uh, our preseason and Bob in our preseason. <laughs> I think I was. We were playing uh, at the high school. We were doing a little scrimmage for the public and. This guy from New Orleans, I took a shot from like 20 feet out. It ended up in about the 12th row. And I went, is that a sign that I shouldn't be playing? <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> I went, It was passed me up. So I, I did, I did, I played for that year and that was it. I didn't, I didn't really play the right show. Mm-hmm. So. so then after that, you got into, you graduated from college, you started yeah. beer the beer, the and, beer. Then, and then into sports. And sports. Then, and then when did you start doing that other thing? Uh, would have been in, oh boy, 83. So I would have been probably 20. I still wasn't born. Okay. Seven, maybe 28, 27, right in there when I took on that, that role, I guess. The refing. Oh, refing? Oh, yeah. the refing. Oh, the refing. Yeah. The I didn't refing. know where you were going either. I, I was, thought yeah. maybe. Yeah, when did you start refing? Cabin. I thought that's what you were going with. Uh, that yeah. been probably 26 years old, 25 really? years old. And what, what did you ref? But we're going to get into that. Football. Next time. Just yeah. football? Football, basketball. And I did baseball, too. Softball. So I did stuff you had, like that. You had good knees then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, better knees. Not better good knees. knees. Just better yeah. knees. So I enjoyed it. It was fun. That's awesome. We'll yeah. get into that one day. Yeah, we will. Guess gotcha. not today. Not today's today. History day. Today's history day. Yes. Yeah, I love history. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, anyway, like you said, we go back to volunteerism. That was a whole different. You know, volunteerism is a whole different cat anymore. It really is. Like, wh- how would you describe it? How essential it is for communities our size for young people who could be listening, because I feel like those of us who do it know. Mm-hmm. You know, like we mm-hmm. understand that a lot of these events and things wouldn't go on with a lot of great volunteers. But for those who aren't participating in sharing their talents, let them know like what what it takes and what it means for a lot of these events. You cannot. The, the big thing is you, you, you have to surround yourself with good people. Mm-hmm. And I was one of those believers that when I said yes to this CABA tournament, I looked around and went, OK, so what is my entities? I mean, what are what are the people around me that would help? And I went to them individually and I said, hey, would you be involved in this? Now, the chamber was easy because they could see the benefits, mm-hmm. but the individuals, they, I picked up people who love baseball. And I went, what do you think of this thing? I said, would you be involved? Yes. And then we had, you know, and then I, I found some ladies that would be to take care of the princesses, you know, and I found a couple ladies. Oh, that, that's right. I, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. We had, uh, we had people from around, uh, girls that were mm-hmm. here, you know, 13 years old. Yeah. I remember and, that now. Uh, uh, they were all, we had a princess for every team. Mm-hmm. So, That's and we cool. had a local, we had a local team. Being the host, we could do a local team. J.O. played in the tournament. And you probably knew that. I don't know. No, I didn't. I didn't even yeah. remember I think you any told of me this until you started yeah. talking me that. about yeah. it. Yeah. 
Uh, Justin Coleman back in the days was okay. played there. I think Drew Wilson played in the tournament as a host team. And sure. It was an eye opener. Going back though, like think about it. So you start, you were 23? 24. Right 24. Right on Optimus. On Optimus Club mm-hmm. running this Kappa. Yeah. Is that how it's pronounced? Kappa? What? If I, like I have been in a few of these organizations, yeah. there is nobody of that age. No, that's and, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, and like that is so true. Like those are the people that need to be volunteering. Like you don't have any of the commitments yet. Like you might be married, but like maybe you don't right. have children. Like this You're is the time to, to grow yeah. and meet people. Yeah, and there yourself. are those people in this yeah. community. So it's like, so we did Optimist Cabba. He's done the college boosters. Oh yeah. Uh, You're very involved in your church. Yeah. What else? Yeah. Okay, so and you umped and raft, which you know somewhat like volunteering. You know, way. let's go back to Cabba first. Okay, yeah, do if you don't do. mind, let's go. No, back let's go. I'm I gotta, t- I gotta tell you this story because people don't understand well, how they big don't. this deal was. They don't. I know, and you yeah, were we, telling yes. me this, and I, I think it was because I was like talking about the softball and baseball fields, and of course, you know, just get on Facebook and all the keyboard Karens can tell you what's happening with that. But I was like, Bob, like, what, what about? Because yeah. I had heard something about Fields being at the Elks Club, and yeah. I think that's why we got in this conversation. Yeah. He's like, he's like, let me tell you a story. I, now that he's saying it, it's weird that it's all coming back to me. I remember it now. That's so. I'm like, yeah, there so were going. Fields so there. Have you ever watched Moneyball? Yes. Yes. Okay. With Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Okay. So mm-hmm. one of the yeah. There you go. AKA my Jake. Anyways, keep going. So yep. the last MVP that was on that was here. 93 was Eric Chavez who played third base for the Oakland A's during that movie. And his, he, and his, he appears in the little films, you know, they're showing him celebrating his little names on the back of his shirt on, on that. And he got traded to the New York Yankees. He played for 15, 16 years. I think he ended up playing. Oh, and he played gosh. here. And he played here. He's our last MVP. <gasps> That's yeah. incredible. That is yeah. So cool. Yeah. That is really that is cool. So Bruce, cool. Bruce Suter. And if anybody, I don't know these names, yeah. but somebody Google Bruce Suter and look that name up. He was the save holder or record holder in the Major League Baseball for years. He was a coach from the, he coached the Knoxville Smokies in, I don't know, 91, uh-huh. something like that. He held the record for a lot, a lot of years until I think Raleigh Fingers broke it from the Oakland A's back in, back in the old days. Oh yeah, there's names gosh. like that. Mike Epstein played for the Oakland Athletics in their heyday in the 70s when they won like three out of four World Series. He was their first baseman. He coached. He wasn't a very nice guy, but mm-hmm. he coached one of the teams. And there was just names like that. that like, you, how, like, what did it do? I mean, I don't know if you oh, know yeah. the economic impact oh, for McCook. Yeah. It was huge. It was huge. People talked about it all the time. Yeah. That, that, I don't know how, you know, they say, what is it? Turns over three and a half times or whatever money does mm-hmm. that. It's still not about money. It was about Bringing something out Into of the community. ordinary yeah. to your town mm-hmm. and just thriving on it. And mm-hmm. we loved it. We got a, you know, humbly, I will say the town won awards for almost every year that we had a tournament for host awards and things. They had different awards they give out. Oh, my and God. I do feel it's like huge. our community still does a great job at like any events. Mm-hmm. Like I think of like some of the, like I'm not even comparing, but like I do do some events for the volleyball mm-hmm. where we do bring in out of state people and everybody loves it here. Mm-hmm. Like they even like, cause they don't have to eat at McDonald's and nothing against McDonald's. Yeah, nothing, they can eat, right. some, they can eat other places and we have all these other great options and our community right. does. They are phenomenal hosts for outside events. Agreed. And like, how cool would it be to like bring that back? Like mm-hmm. if you were to have something that we're right. you're getting people 
Right. Like, how cool. So let's tell, let's talk about another event. Yeah. Since you asked me, we used to do a circus. Um, you told me that you want to talk about okay, this. Okay, you got to talk about circus. This is, this is great. Uh, during my era as president, uh, I had a guy go to the chamber off to the chamber office and talk, ask them about bringing a circus to town and their route, and the then the circus. Uh, when he told, when he talked to them about it, he said, "Okay, go see Bob Elder. He's the president of the Optimist Club. Go talk to him." And so this guy came and talked to me, and he gave me this sales pitch, and he's telling me all that they were going to do in 24 hours, and I'm going. No way. There's no way. And he kept telling, talking to me, and I'm going, I finally got convinced. I said, all right, let me go back to the club, and we'll, we'll talk about this. So I took it back to the club. We talked about it. It was basically a fundraiser. And the way he made it sound, we did, we did minimal work, right? And I said. You just had to feed the tigers and the elephants? <laughs> Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, we, uh, so we, we, we met out at uh, McCook Public Power's meeting room. And the ex-president, the year before his president, he was in charge of McCook Public Power. So we talked, and the guy gave us a sales pitch. And all I heard was, there's no way. You're not going to be able to pull this off. There's no way. And I said, let's give it a shot. Let's just try it and give it a shot. I'll be in charge. Don't worry about it. I'll be Mm -hmm. in charge. So they were designed. It was like clockwork. So the morning of of the, we had it down at, where Valmont is, it used to be all softball field or practice fields. What? Was, what? That was never there. Okay, that I was just, the amount one, of softball and baseball fields in this town, there and now was, it's like we have a lack of them. There were there was all backstops down there. Seriously, there was all just flat, and then there was dirt infields and with a backstop, and there was probably ten or twelve of them. Right what? Down there. Yeah, yeah. Where the sorry, where Valmont ten was. or twelve practice fields? Yes. So just when they got spot. rid of them, they never put them anywhere else. No, no. What we'll get okay, into that. Keep going. Yeah, we'll get into that because okay. you probably yes, know. Go. So, yeah, and now I'm just what is happening yeah. with <laughs> the sticker patches? <laughs> okay. Continue. Anyways, go. So we signed a contract, and the day that they showed up, I said to myself, "Okay, is this really going? Oh, did we just get? We had to put money up front. I said, did we just get stolen? Did we Come get on. hacked? Did we they get? Just took all what's of our going money. on? Yeah. They took our money. I said, I so I drove down there early in the morning. I, about six o'clock. I sit out there in the middle of the field. I'm standing there going. Okay, so what's going to happen here? Is something going to happen? Well, the first vehicle came over, the Vidoc, and it was the person that I dealt with, right? Mm-hmm. And they had a host per, or whatever, a boss that came in and talked to me, and they said, yeah, the trucks will be pulling in here in a little bit. And I said, okay, good, all right? And about the time they kept, they kept rolling in in sequence. So, like, the first people, the first group came in, and they started laying out. They started laying out the, the, where the tent was going to go, all right? Right. And I'm going, okay. So I said, oh, that's pretty cool. They're out there measuring and get all the things and put stakes up and all this. And next thing I know, here comes the other trucks and here comes more trucks and here comes more trucks. And I'm going, wow. They this pulled, actually happened. They pulled into this lot, right? And they all, they had started rolling out the tent and laid it out there. It was five rings. I mean, how big, you know how big a five ring tent is? It was like 140 yards long. And like wow. 50, 50 to 60 yards wide. And it laid what? out, it laid out, this is the truth. It laid out out there. And then the, they start unloading the elephants. And the elephants, this was the fun part because all these little kids, this was the, this was I enjoyed was all these little kids, they were invited to come watch the tent being put up. That was for free. Oh, fun. 
fun. So the, the elephants would get out, and they would walk around and push the poles up with their head, the wooden poles. Okay? What? I'm just like... And they, I have chills. Like you I can know. tell, this is a core memory yes, for Bob. Yes, this, and is, this is great. This is I love hilarious. it. This yes. hilarious. I, I just went, wow. So it was just like clockwork. So they put up the tent, and we had two shows: one in the middle, at like three three thirty in the afternoon, and then we had seven thirty at night. So they had two shows. It filled up. It filled up. It was just amazing. They ended up. This is this is the fun part. They end up with fifty six vehicles, twenty. Eight elephants. It was a huge. It was a 28 elephants. They had like 32 of the show horses. Yeah. They had 21 lions. I mean, we're talking tigers and lions. <laughs> it, was, it was unbelievable. Plus, they had a zoo, a walk-up, like a walk-through yeah. zoo. So they didn't, they didn't bring, they had a rhino. They had giraffe rides. They had, they had elephant rides. For kids could go up and you know sit on it and they'd walk them around the little ring and you could, and they would get and it was just amazing absolutely absolutely amazing, and we so to prepare for it we had dumpsters we had to have dumpsters we had to find a hay somebody to sell them hay mm-hmm. they bought all this stuff except the water you know we provided water for them we had our water trucks all this stuff and so we did all that prep work, and then we settled up you know for what money we made and everything mm-hmm. and. Uh, at the end of the night, they told us in the contract that the guy selling it to us says, if it wasn't for the tr- dumpsters being full, you'll never know we were there the next morning. And so I got up at 630 and I drove down there. You could not tell they were even here except the dumpsters were full. They did all that work themselves. I mean, we had, they had front end loaders they brought themselves. I mean, that's how big they were. And they just dump it in. And they would, they'd fill up. And they'd fill up all this stuff, and it was completely full. If you didn't see the tracks in the middle of the infields, right. you would know they were here. You wouldn't you, even know it. You know the thing about, so this was in the 80s, 90s? First time we did it was 83 when I was president. So Before I, social media. You couldn't even host an event like that anymore because no, so much no. so much hate and all these oh, things. Yeah. Like that, yeah. go back oh then and ask gosh. those people. They probably remember it. Like it was not a horrif- horrific event or anything, and mm-hmm. you know. To many, each their own, yeah. but like how amazing that is. That is so, so cool. Much. That is yes. so was, cool. It was so cool. It yeah. was so much fun. It was like when we got done at the night, it's like, wow. Yeah. And that, and for us as a club, it, it was pretty good. We made like $10,000 mm-hmm. for that day or something what? like that. Did you ever go tickets. to a circus when you were younger? Mm-hmm. I, oh, I remember going to one in North Platte and it was like, it, there's like a military base, like North of town. And it was it was the coolest thing of my life. And then like when all the circus hate and everything, yeah. I'm like, why, why would kids even, you know, I just, I'm confused by, you know, but yeah. you don't have social media, like yeah. social media yeah. Yeah. has yeah. ruined some phenomenal exactly. things. I feel like, did you do it more than once or was it? We just- did it. They, this was a good thing about these guys. They, they didn't like to burn anything out and okay. nothing, it's not an knock to the Shriners yeah. by yeah. any means, but the Shriners used to come in every year. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they were, they were a five year, they, every five years they'd come and get a new batch of kids mm-hmm. and they'd come and have a new crowd basically, sure. you know, so we did it every five years. We did 83, 88, And what 90. was the group? What was it? Carson and Barnes Five Ring Circus is what it was called. Carson and Barnes. Yes. yes. It was, it was pretty I'm writing cool. writing this down. So yeah. I like to research. Yeah. 83, circuses. 88. 83, 88, 93, something like that. Uh, it, but they proceeded to get smaller because sure. all the yeah. 
well, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Animal still, rights people came yes, involved, and yes. then everything started happening, and yeah. then it got to be so expensive, and insurance went out the roof, oh, and all sure. that stuff. Yeah. So it started dwindling yeah. um, fast, and uh, we did it about four times. With went from five to three to one, um, and then it was mm. like, then it didn't have any animals anymore. Yeah. Wow. Basically, so we. We did it up to a certain point, and then we just kind of, eh, yeah, you know, it's not the same as it was. Right. You get yeah. used to that. Well, before Great. I... Hey, you, you want to know the best part of the story? Yes. Okay. We All do. Right. This is a good one, because the owners, I dealt with the same people. It's family-owned, so I dealt mm-hmm. with the same people every year I was involved, right? The owner of this circus started in McCook. So he was in, in his younger days, he was in Can- northern Kansas, he came to McCook to watch this circus, right? And it, I don't know, I don't think it was horse and buggy. I think it was a little Model T car or whatever. And he came up mm-hmm. to watch him, loved it, fell in love with it, started traveling with him, bought the circus, okay? So he, he started in McCook, owned the circus, traveled all over the world, came back. He was still involved the last time we had it up by the, on the fairgrounds. On the, where, you know where the go-kart track is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that area right up in there, they used that part for the last time the big circus was here. He passed away at, in McCook also. So started and finished in McCook. That's the best part of the story. He was 90. He was 90. What? Yeah, he was like 91 years old. He Who traveled. was this person? I don't remember his name. Oh, come on, Bob. I don't remember his you... name. It was a long time. I didn't, wow. I didn't ever deal with him. Right. I dealt with their oh, promoters, sure. you know, right, and right, their right. managers. Yeah. I yeah. never dealt with him. So when they told me the story, when he, we had to stop the show, bring in an ambulance to take him out. It happened oh, during yes. what? Yes, he was watching, brought an ambulance what? in, stopped the show, took him out, took him to the hospital, and he passed away. Figure that one out. Isn't that, a, isn't that crazy? Yeah. That yeah. is so crazy. That the, is. The family's the one that told me that. That that's, is that's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. That just kind of also makes me want to cry too. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we talk okay, about a full life. No kidding. Yeah, that is full, full circle. circle. Full circle. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, before right. I ask this question, I want to. Okay, is there another big event you want to talk about? Big thing that you helped Ooh, put don't on. Choke on your yeah. Oh, choke. Um, I don't know. I was. I guess I was. Uh, I did Mac Attack for a while. Quite a while, okay, like twenty six years, Jeez. and and so. But the other thing I loved, I, I this is another one I, that I listened to some events that we did when I was a high school booster president. Um, we were out making flyers. We were out folding flyers one one day at Kelvin Miller's house, matter of fact, mm-hmm. and we were putting them in envelopes. We we're going to mail them out, and uh, I had this idea, you know. And people hate it when I got ideas. I know. Because it's so meant much work. work. work, yeah, work. Yeah. <laughs> and so we were sitting out there folding all these, and there's probably six of us sitting around. And I said, hey, I got an idea for a fundraiser. Let's do a concert. And they kind of went, huh? I said, yeah. I said, let's do a concert. Let's bring a concert to town, and let's have it. Right? And this would have been probably the first year that the event center was open. Okay. okay? So I, they all said, Okay dig into that so I did so I I looked around and I started thinking of people that I knew and I want and I was at that time a big Christian music contemporary Christian music lover and so I brought in a guy from a Christian that um oh boy this is terrible 
God, isn't it? I forget his name. Okay, anyway, I asked him for his advice because he used to work for a promoter out of Knoxville or out of uh, Nashville, Tennessee. And so he knew some people. And, and I said, do you have any ideas? He goes, let me look into it. So he came back with this group that was traveling around. He said, these guys, there was three bands. He says, these guys would be good. If you can get them to come here, I said, they'd be good. So mm -hmm. he said, I think they're on route. So around, I said, so we start contacting. Next thing I know, we signed a contract. We had this. We were going to have it at the event center, mm -hmm. right? We, had, we got this flyer in the mail. It's probably, or not flyer, this booklet that's probably, I don't know, 100 pages long. And we, we've never done this before. And we opened it up, started looking at it, going, oh, my gosh. What did we get ourselves into? What we had to provide, what we thought we had to provide for the bands, you know, all their food and all the electricity and how much you had to get done. And uh, we were going to have it at the event center because Jennifer was on the board at the yeah. time, right? And we looked at that, how much power it was going to take. And it's like they kind of scared them at the event center, like, we don't want to blow any circuits. We don't want to blow any electricity. So we had to, in the middle of the, after we signed the contract, we moved it over to the auditorium. And the group, our, our, our boosters kept thinking, we, what are we involved in here? This, you sure this is going to work? I said, just, you know, I said, take a deep breath. We'll be okay, you yeah. know, because the guy from McCurchison was helping, and he kind of said, you don't have to follow everything that's in that book. He's been mm -hmm. involved. He said, you provide a few things. So that the time that it came in, it was uh, uh, Family Force 5. Um, let's see, who was all three of the bands? Um, anyway. They came into town, and we got people to promote it through the high school and everything. We moved uh, bleachers in from the big door on the north side. Mm -hmm. We moved bleachers in and put them all around the outside, the little metal bleachers around town, and we sold it out. And uh, the fun part about it was there was all these high school kids and college kids that were in the moss pit. They were just having a ball. These guys were really, really good. Yeah. Um, and uh, the whole thing was full from ages 10 or 12 to 65. I mean, they were, they were, it was just a fun deal. And, I, and all I heard was at the end was uh, when I got home, my kids came in and said, Dad, that was so cool. They were like juniors and seniors. Mm -hmm. So all the high school kids had, had a ball, and we pulled it off, and it was amazing. And it was just one of the best wow. nights. And I heard, awesome. from, I heard from I heard from. One of the boosters, they said, that's the proudest I've ever been involved in a booster club or any kind of a club in my life. said, mm -hmm. that was one of the most fun things, fun nights we did. That is awesome. Because it's such a success. But we had, like, Darren Nichols was helping a lot because he just took some of the coaches. He talked to them and, and uh, said, let's help move these guys and move these bleachers in and set it all up. And they did. It was a, it was a great time. That was, one of the, that was a big one. Wow. That's awesome. Just mm -hmm. stuff like that you go. Yeah. Yeah. You, you just, yeah. So those things kind of stick in my mind over the years. Mm -hmm. Understandable. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, Bob. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm one of those people that when I, when I get involved in something, I always say, how can we make this work? Not, it can't work. Right. You know, I've always, uh, uh, that was always me. Mm -hmm. So it was fun. Here you are today. If you don't think that you were, had worked at the sports shop, what do you think your other gig would have been? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's a good question. I grew up in, I grew up in a church. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, my dad was a lay person, so he would he wasn't necessarily a pastor the whole time. Um, but he would volunteer in churches like that. I would have probably seen myself be involved in the church a little deeper mm-hmm. than that than what I am now. I'm back. I mean, I was one of those kids that uh, grew up in a church. You know how it is when you're teens and twenties and thirties. You kind of grow out of it, and then you also got to admit that you got to know that I grew up in the seventies. So, you know, late 60s, the 70s, that was a wild time. Mm -hmm. So I kind of got away from the church and then I got back involved when I started having kids, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So when I started having kids, it was like uh, my two daughters were, I went back to church with, you know, we really started getting involved in church heavy with them around and and, uh, now I'm just back. That's why I like contemporary Christian music. So, I like it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Okay, Bob, we usually have to we thank our sponsors every yes, every episode. You we, listen. So I want you to help us thank our sponsors. You're going to list off one of them. Oh, I hope he knows. And oh. don't mess Jolton up. Jolton Joe's? Yes. Good job. Good okay, job. What, what can you go for, to Jolton Joe's for? Tell, like, Drinks. give a little. Yeah. Good job. You go all kind okay. of, uh, let's see, frappes. Yeah. Right? Yep. Uh, what are the other ones? Ice, ice coffees. Very yep. good. Good. You're um, not doing bad. Mm-hmm. You can do what? Muffins? Yes. All the things. All yep. the baked goods. Uh, the Bison 45 was really good. Mm-hmm. That was Ooh, really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. I, I love those. Um, Farm Fresh Eggs. Farm Fresh. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. $2 a dozen. $5 oh, really? a dozen. Yes. Really? Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. Uh-huh. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Good job. Okay. You did one. Yep. Lena? Well, if you're hungry and you're needing to stop for lunch or dinner, you can go to El Porto. Get the queso. And then get the carne asada or the fajitas, shrimp salad. What about a beverage? Uh, well, you know, it's summer, so I've been just on my water and a nice oh. tea. But if you'd like a nice margarita, do the peach and strawberry. Yeah, the mix. <laughs> the mix. Yes. Delicioso. Good. Yeah. Okay. You did yours like an, a commercial. I like well, that. that's what it's about. If you feel like getting out of McCook and driving out to the suburbs of McCook, go out to Wild Ass Soap Company where oh. you can get all your needs met. Eggs, soap, deodorant, CBD, wow. all the things, all the jewelry. Things. Yes, make and a trip. and you get to see Kaylin and Justin or some of their cute children. Yes. So it's a win-win either yep. way. Mm-hmm. Make it happen. Yep, wild ass soap. I actually have to go out there today. Hope she's ready. I had a friend buy twelve sticks of deodorant. I remember hearing about that. And the other six are now done. Not me. So <laughs> don't be looking at me. Yeah, I like my pits uh, good. All right. Yeah. So we always finish also asking a few questions. Okay. Um, are you listening to anything? Reading? Watching? Uh oh my gosh, I read my dailies every day, every morning. Good uh, job. Good work. I. I'm being involved in the church over there. I, we have a small men's group on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard it just started up again on Tuesday. Well, we've had a small group though on Tuesday oh, mornings. Oh, you have your own. Oh, we've had okay. it for about four or five years, four yeah. years probably. Okay. And, and then oh. it's expanded into a little bigger one for oh, the summer. Okay. So we awesome. kind of mixed in there for the summer and then we'll go back to work. Sure. Got it. Okay. Regular after it's done. Clearly um, must be invite so I, only. It is obviously. Yeah. Poor Jake. Not everybody's welcome around their table. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. That's why they call it a small group. That's not a knock sure. anybody. Okay. Whatever. That's right. not a Whatever you anybody. need to tell just, yourself. We it's love a click. Them all. Uh, so that's, I read that every morning. And then uh, I just read, I read books that I get from our men's group. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, Do you have one right now? I'm not, not really, I'm getting, not really currently. So okay. um, I'm wrapped up in work a lot right now. Yeah. Understandable. So yeah. when I get done, it's like, I'm kind of ready to mm-hmm. relax. So like, are you Lena. Watching? Oh, are sorry. You, well, are you watching? Do you do watch TV, movies, anything? Uh, 
Oh, my gosh. You really want me to get deep, don't you? Yeah. Okay. The best show out there. Here we go. Yeah. Because we're going to tell ours, and we'll probably try and watch it. Yeah. Okay. Is The Chosen. Oh, yeah, it is. I haven't seen it. You have to watch it. Yeah. You have to. It's not paid for by... Any major network. Uh-huh. That's why you don't hear a lot about it. Okay. So good. It's a it's a show about it's a series. Like they mm-hmm. have eight seasons. They're working on eight seasons right now. They're on number four filming. But they uh, it's a it's the life of Jesus and the twelve disciples, but through the eyes of the twelve disciples. Mm-hmm. That's why they call it the chosen, right? And it's um, it gives the human side of what would went on back in their day mm-hmm. yeah you know what jesus around so mm-hmm. that's what i watch and i can't wait because i mean like you can see i've got these wristbands mm-hmm. it's part of what i do i so help support them because it's paid for by paying it forward mm-hmm. so i like to help pay it forward because i just think that there's something in this world that needs to be positive and that is as positive positive as you can get mm-hmm. so what are you watching lena well some more episodes of Manifest came out, yes. so that's <laughs> I know. very good. Yeah. There's nothing new with Chosen right now, but my girls are waiting. They yeah. ask. It is very good. I need to watch it. So we have Chosen, and we let the girls watch Wednesday. You know, oh, like, yeah. We don't let them like repeat a lot of things, but yeah. we're watching it now as a family. So we're watching like an episode of Wednesday, whenever we're home, which is very mm-hmm. rare. But yeah. like, there's a couple days in the summer that it's a no TV day, so like Wednesday was no TV Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then we were too busy last night, so they're begging that we can sit down and watch TV tonight, but we'll see. Oh, I'm also watching softball. Oh, and some more softball. Oh, and maybe some softball. (laughs) Oh, fine. And a little bit of softball. (laughs) Fine. Those are fun years. Those are fun. Everybody says you will miss it when it's gone. Yeah, you will. And you will. And I'm getting that already because when I said to Jake, oh my gosh, at the end of June, I mean, we're playing the, you know, firecracker at the beginning of July, but that's... It, it will be a snap and it's going to be over. Yeah. And the weather, you know, obviously plays a part in all that. So you don't always get everything you're expecting to get in in a weekend. So it's mm-hmm. like it happens. But yeah, that's what I'm watching Manifest. Yeah, Manifest as well. I couldn't, I was up, I've been up the last like three nights. Because they're long episodes. Yeah, they are. I only have three, four more episodes to go. Yeah. But I've watched three every night. I got to bed like it. What is Manifest? Oh. I don't even know what you it is. You actually, I think, would kind of, in, it yeah. has a very, like, like religious undertone it's a weird it undertone too. yeah everything goes back to god or like yeah it has you no know, Noah's are all yeah. this it's very so good trickery it's interesting netflix. netflix and there's really? a beautiful yeah. human being on there oh jr that's her ramirez whatever he's Uh-oh. smoking <laughs> yeah so anyways um it's getting hot in here it is getting hot uh, do you drink any caffeine <laughs> yeah what's your caffeine of Coffee. choice just plain old black coffee. Plain old you know what? Coffee. Finally, somebody's doing it right. Um, what? Like, what's your brand? What's your go-to? Care. Oh, just Folgers. Folgers. Oh, okay. no judgment here. No, okay. Yep. No judgment. Yeah, I won't not tell judging any of our sponsors <laughs> or, or the judging. place I sling donuts. But whatever. Sorry, sorry. I just I went plain old black coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And what's other? Oh, and who are you yep. thankful for? I, yeah, you so can only pick one. Only person. one person. Mm. I know. I know. Stuff because you should be thankful for somebody every single day. Every dang there's day. always somebody to be thankful for. So yep. today, who are you thankful oh for and gosh. why? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! I can't say my kids. I yeah, got two you, daughters. Yeah, I got yeah two you can da- classify them as yeah. one. Yeah. Okay, I got two daughters. Uh-huh. I'm thankful for. Why? Because they're so a lo- they're really. they are just a peach of kids. They're. Aww. I mean, I shouldn't say that. They're young adults. Yeah that have grown up to be 
grounded, mm-hmm. their hearts in the right place. Uh, I'm getting ready to be a grandpa <gasps> in about probably about two weeks. Oh, um, that's amazing. Poppy. Yeah. Old Poppy. Yeah. Yes. Going to be a grandpa. And she married a very great man uh, from Ogallala. And uh, uh, we're, we're this close. You know, I'm Aww. crossing my fingers right now, people, if you don't. Yeah. We're that close. And, and uh, so there are, I'm very thankful for that. My other daughter is, she's grown up to be, she goes to church with me every Sunday. Uh, oh. You said you met her? I just met her, yeah. yeah she she's was, beautiful. She, she just, uh, she's, they're both just pizza kids. Yeah. You'll love them. You'll love, you'll love your kids when they get yeah, older oh, and older wait. and older. Yeah. yeah. They're just fun. By, so. uh, when kids get older, I don't, you can tell me, Bob, this. Um, do you feel like they appreciate you more as a parent the older yes. they get? Yeah. But yeah. there's going to be a stretch in there where yeah. they don't think you know anything. Yeah. And they oh, don't really God. appreciate it, you yeah. know, but they come back and they'll be back with you eventually. Mm. So, yeah. Yikes. I'm not ready for that. And we're getting close. No. Daddy's going to be 12. That's all. She's got some time. No. It's yeah. beginning. It's starting, I'm sure. Because yeah. that was oh, about the yes. age of mine were yep. starting to mm-hmm. 12, 13 mm-hmm. right in there. They started getting their own yeah. personalities and, and opinions. Uh, opinions, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything at the time. Yeah, yeah we, st- we struggled when they were younger. I mean, you have to be a little hard nosed with them at times, but we struggled, but they end up coming back around. Mm-hmm. I hope so. What about you? I am thankful for fun umpires. Oh, we have some, like, umpi- like we've had some umpires at some games that are so fun, yeah. like dance to the music that the gr- like the girls have, like their walk up songs and then are really caring like, mm-hmm. if the girls get hit or hurt, you know, they take their time mm-hmm. and they make it fun and they make it a learning opportunity. Like they're going out and talking to them when something happens. And it's the most beautiful thing because as a parent, they already don't want to listen to you. And if you're the coach, they sometimes don't always. So to have another person that's taking their time and energy to share Obviously, they love the game, or they probably mm-hmm. wouldn't be umping it. Um, it's just really cool to see. And the age ranges, you know, like we can have, like, some younger umps, and then you can have some that you can tell have been doing it a while. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. it's really cool to watch. So you Yeah, know, thankful for all umpires. Mm-hmm. One of the funnest umpires lives right here in McCook that used to work years ago in Cabba, okay? Okay. Jim Jones. Do you know Jim Are you, Jones? Is he one of your friends? Funeral. You're going to bring him? Are you Funeral bringing? home. Oh, yeah. Funeral home, oh, Jim Jones. Oh, really? Yes. Yes, huh. he was the most entertaining umpire that you and he really? and he did a lot of games for us, big games behind the behind the plate, and he interacted with the crowd. Yeah, oh and they just gosh. loved it. They joked with him, and he just he, he was so interactive oh, with I them see that. Yeah. that they just had a ball with him. Oh, that's, that's great. Fun. Yeah. He never got you know. I mean, you make a call. He never got yelled at as much because yeah. they were so much like almost felt like they had a relationship. Kind yes. of. Yeah, there's a yes. lady we have right now that we've had in Cosette Ann and Carney, and she's a hoot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's, yeah. It's hard to yell at those people. It is. It yeah. Really is. Yeah. So. Who do you anyway. think? Who are you thankful um, for, Kobza? Actually, I thought of a person. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm thankful for so many people. But when you said that your daughter goes to church with you, I am thankful for Savannah Thatcher. Oh, yeah. Because she, she, like every Sunday, usually we sit together uh-huh. and we come husbandless. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, and it's, it's she's just so... She's just real and so down to earth and she doesn't care. And like, I could see her no matter where we are. And it's just like, we're friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, even though we don't talk a lot, but like we go to church every Sunday mm-hmm. and I'm like, if she's not there, I'm like, oh, we're Savannah. Mm-hmm. And like, she notices if I'm not there and vice versa. And mm-hmm. then we just get to talk. And um, 
Yeah, she's great. Yeah, yeah she's awesome. cool. Mm-hmm. So, awesome. well, I'm guessing we have some groovy music. Oh, to, yes, uh, we do. To rock on out, yeah. To this. Um, this oh, is gonna be so man. fun. This was so this fun, awesome. Bob. I learned so much. I just like I, I talking can't about all I of totally it is so about Cabba. Like that was such a huge thing. It was a huge thing. You know, I grew up with like Brad and Brian Wilson. You know, Kenny and Cindy Wilson. Uh-huh. But like those, mm-hmm. and they were big. You know, Legion and baseball players. Uh-huh. And I didn't have brothers, but I remember that being such a staple for a cook. So uh-huh. to revisit that mentally yeah, was, it was it was yeah. a blast. Yeah, it was a blast. I want something else like that to come up. Well, there's just always tomorrow we can make yeah. something happen. Volleyball. I know. I mean, I had some Canadians come down here once. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And you had a men's team that we won't talk about. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, thank you, Bob, for you listening bet. in thank or helping and coming in and seeing us yeah, thanks, outside. Mm-hmm. Glad it wasn't outside. You would have cooked oh, yeah. um, And everyone, thanks for listening to another episode of Coaching Caffeine and Comedy. I'm your host, Haley Kobza. And I'm Lena. 